Well, let's start with Credit Suisse, because the collapsed banking giant has revealed results for the first quarter of this year. It was the bank's last quarter before it had to be rescued by its Swiss rival, UBS. And they illustrate the scale of the crisis, which was around the corner. Between January and March, Credit Suisse made a pre-tax loss of nearly $1.5 billion. And to add to its woes, a massive amount of deposits were withdrawn in the three-month period. Total outflow was nearly $69 billion. And just to remind you of what happened next when there were fresh doubts about the stability of the banking industry a few weeks ago, investors became increasingly fearful for the future of Credit Suisse. And it was eventually bought by its Swiss rival UBS in what was described as an emergency rescue. The $3 billion price tag was a mere fraction of what the bank would have previously been valued. Well, let's get more now from Russ Mould, who's uh, an investment director at AJ Bell and joins us now. Uh, and Russ, worryingly for Credit Suisse, we're told that deposits are still being withdrawn in significant quantities. How significant are we talking about? Hello, Tig. Yeah, they did say that they feel that the outflows are stabilising, but not stopping. You're quite correct. So after that $69 billion outflow in the first quarter, money is still seeping out. To look at the numbers in Swiss francs, the company's deposits peaked at just under 400 billion Swiss francs two years ago. They're 166 billion now. So clearly, it wasn't just investors who were losing faith in the bank, it was its customers. And that was the most important reason why it eventually fell into the arms of its bitter rival UBS. And for the time being, uh, although UBS has bought Credit Suisse, they're still functionally separate. Is there still a lack of confidence uh, among among customers uh, in, in in the bank? Do you think? I think they'll be. I think they will be understandably. Ner I think understandably nervous. And UBS, as the as the as the buyer of the bank, has got a couple of challenges. One, it's to reassure the customers it's inheriting from Credit Suisse that it will make this deal work that service will remain as good as ever and that they'll be looked after properly and that the new entity is financially sound. And the second thing that they have to do is reassure the employees because they're the people who provide the service. So I know that the Swiss unions are saying that they don't want the two banks to be just crashed together with redundancies done very, very quickly. They want the measured approach. And I completely understand that. And there are 48,000 Credit Suisse employees wondering what's going on. But at the same time, having been through this myself as a UBS employee, you do want to know where you stand as an employee. Am I in? Am I out? And UBS won't want the rainmakers, the really key employees, to get fed up hanging around waiting and leave anyway. But although they did rush into making the deal, the process of integration is actually quite drawn out. Isn't that right? It will be. And, it, and again, I think that's was something that the Swiss unions have been particularly keen on from an employee's point of view. UBS has brought back its former chief executive, Sergio Amotti, to run the deal. It's also announced that its chief risk officer, Christian Bloom, who was leaving to become a photographer, he's actually staying to also help oversee the integration. But it will be one of those things that whilst, yes, it needs to be done in a measured fashion, the key will be reassuring those customers reassuring those staff and then making sure that the bank continues to function because if it doesn't provide the services it wants and it's losing more customers then the value that UBS is in theory going to get from this deal will go down. Old at AJ Bell, thank you very much for joining us today.